guess what? You're good looking. You're successful. Yeah. And you're smart. And that's why you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Hey, this is Basil Jackson of the Calgary Stampeders, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. We've been in the gym. Yeah, we've been in the gym. Focused on the win. What you say, boy? Come again. Hey, please come again. I like we ain't popping. Hey, who won't stop us now? What's going on? Who won't stop us now? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. To another edition of Debate Fuel, featuring, you know, I'm, I'm your mediator for this good old heated segment of Debate Fun. You know, I got to get in between these two gentlemen because you know it's always going to get nice and hectic in a good way, a civilized way, but that's how we do it here on Debate Fuel. So, to my left, in the left-hand corner, we got my boy, the Celtic Pride wearing eagle flying <laughs> anti-cowboy loving <laughs> Derek myers what's happening sir how what's you doing? good with you bro how you doing man man good good glad to have another debate on the rocks man oh, you yeah. already know how it goes let's cook oh, yeah. this thing up yes sir yes sir yes sir <laughs> <laughs> and over here into my right corner oh there we go here we go <laughs> the almighty saint <laughs> the LSU pride right there. And we can't forget the Zion loving Pelican flying. Also, LeBron Los Angeles Lake alone. Nah, he can't be both now. Nah. <laughs> can't be both. My boy, full throttle, Rick, sincere talk to the people, sir. What's good? What's poppin', man? How y'all doing? Yo, I'm blessed to be in the building. Um, blessed to blessed to be. Getting ready to hop into these debates today, man. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got some real juicy topics today. Um, Going to cover a couple of things out of the NBA that's been uh, talking in the headlines this week. Uh, We're going to cover a, a headline that's really important from the NFL as well. On top of a nice NFL top 10 tight end debate list. So, without further ado... Fellas, if you're ready, let's go ahead and just kick this thing off with the NBA. And uh, let's talk about a certain statement that Mr. Kyrie Irving made. And since he's made this statement, it seems that it's caused a lot of stir and debate. Um, so Kyrie Irving is, has made his statement uh, disagreeing, basically, with a lot of what's going on with the start of the NBA season and feeling like it should not, players should not play, that it shouldn't go on, it shouldn't resume. And a lot of people, a lot of players uh, have gone back and forth. We've heard statements from Charles Barkley. We've heard statements from Dwight Howard. We've heard statements from LeBron and and so many more out there um, who have really just basically took a side to where now it seems like the NBA is like at a divide of as the season starts, should we play? Should we sit out? Some players feel like they're making money for the white NBA owners out there and feel like, hey, 
the cause of the Black Lives Matter movement right now is going to be distracted if we play NBA right now. And so a lot of people, such as Charles Barkley, is giving an old school perspective and feeling like, no, this is this is definitely something you don't do. You play and go ahead and, and do that because it's going to be catastrophic if you don't. So, fellas, let's get into the juiciness of this. And let's since Kyrie seems to be the, the front runner of what's caused all of these different statements to come out lately, what are y'all thoughts and opinions on Kyrie's particular statement right now and what's going on in the NBA? I think that um, – I'm, I'm not sure I may have said this last episode, but I think that um, – this would have been received differently if this was from someone else and not Kyrie. If, if even let's just say like Carmelo just came out and said this, this would have been received differently. This is legit because it's Kyrie. If he didn't come out and talk about the flat earth and all this other stuff, like this would have been probably received a little bit better. Maybe even if it was just KD that said this, that would, I think I think people would have received this differently, but he's the he he he. Um, I don't think he's wrong, but it's interesting that he's coming out saying this, knowing that he's not going to be able to play. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the thing that um, I think is kind of shocking, because it just it doesn't add up for him to say it. Um, cause would he feel differently if he, if he were healthy? That's, that's the, that's the question. Um, I don't think he's wrong though. I, I agree with Kyrie, but I don't agree that he's saying this after supporting it a few weeks ago. So it's just, it's just, it's, he doesn't have good timing. He has horrible timing with things. His statements always just always come at the wrong time. It They never make sense. So I'll say um, it's kind of weird. I look at, um, there's a few different factors here, right? So mm-hmm. you're right. The fact that it's Kyrie makes it questionable. Yeah. Right? I mean, only because... Kyrie hasn't always been known for clear and lucid thoughts, right? Like he just, he's not, he's not the go-to guy for, no, like, yeah. I don't know if y'all remember when, when Kyrie had a deal or had dealings with LeBron mm-hmm. and he went on all those shows and he seems like he was always hiding a point, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, like he had a point, but he was hiding it almost like, you know, when he's dribbling, like it was really hard to, to, <laughs> keep up with him you know what I mean? like, <laughs> oh are you saying when he first got traded to boston yeah when yeah when, when he was on those shows and he was popping up trying to um mm-hmm. trying to articulate what was the you know the real reason behind it um or what was the real reason of why it was actually happening and i know he knew but i also mm-hmm. knew he was playing um you know almost gymnastics he wanted to keep guys away from he didn't want y'all to really know the visceral stuff that was behind it all right Mm-hmm. Um, in this particular case, I am inclined to walk with Kyrie um, just in overall, even if the point isn't truly clear, 
like Perk said, Perk came out with something, but we'll talk about that later. But um, I don't, I didn't, I didn't always know what what's the end goal, right? Mm-hmm. Some people said this. It was like, how are we going to stop 400 years of oppression, you know, in the next four months? And, and I don't know. But Kyrie feels like there's an opening here. There's a window here. And if there's a window, let's take advantage of the window. The only problem is, Kyrie, what's the actual goal? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what's the end goal? What do we want? Do we want more awareness? I mean, they're aware. They're still doing it, though, right? Oh, so, yeah. So what do we want, right? Like, what's the what's the end goal for us? Um, and if there is an end goal, make that end goal clear because you can't play. You know, you, you can't can't dribble with us right now. You got to let us know. You got to pass it to us. Uh-huh. Let us know exactly what's going on <laughs> with the situation. You yeah. feel me? Let yeah. us know what the end goal is so we can then get behind you. The Bible even talks about making the vision plain and clear uh-huh. so the people can walk with you and, and get behind you. So make the vision plain. And if you make the vision plan, we can stand behind you. Why is he standing up? I get it, right? No owners are speaking out. The only owner who has spoken out is Mark Cuban. And Mark Cuban has almost a similar problem to Kyrie. But he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he does. But but Mark is coming out, and he's standing with the people, marching with the people. He said white people have to change. That's a Mark Cuban quote, right? Um, white people have to change. And I love the quote. Thank you, Mark. Um, yeah. And and he he's been doing a lot, right? He's been um he's he's kind of been standing in solidarity, right? You can see him uh, with that Dallas community. He's been standing in solidarity with them. But Mark may be the only one. Mm-hmm. Where are the other owners right now? Mm-hmm. Where are they? And if they're if they're doing something, let us know. Like, but I don't know yeah. if they're doing something behind the scenes, right? Because that's rarely a thing when 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 PR uh, people exist, right? Well, we so, know James Dolan isn't. So what's up? What, what's going on? And, and y'all, why are y'all not speaking out? Are y'all not speaking like okay? The NFL owners or the NFL commissioners come out and said some stuff, right? He, under pressure, he, he felt pressure to come yeah. out and say something. I still don't believe him, to be honest. But something got said, right? And yeah. and now we got President Trump talking about Kaepernick coming back into the league, right? I mean, he 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 did a great political move in, in, in going about that, though. He's like, well, if he deserves it, then yeah. But if he doesn't deserve it, it seems unfair. But at the, <laughs> at the same time, you got – look, okay, we know this. We know LeBron wants to play, regardless of what Kyrie want to do. We know LeBron wants to play, yeah. right? Yeah. And and we know that if LeBron wants to play, then Patrick Beverly wants to play, I guess. But, <laughs> these are the things we know, right? These things <laughs> we know. Patrick Beverly is not yeah. with Yeah. He's just, he's just not with LeBron coming back and, and winning another championship. And it's his oh, mindset. Oh, he's not winning another championship. He's, it's his mindset. I, we'll talk about that later. But it's yeah. his mindset. <laughs> <laughs> It's his mindset to say whatever the situation is, I'm gonna stop LeBron from getting the title. Like that's 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 what he's about. I he's think, about defense. Yeah, he's about defense. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. And he was like, he was like, if Brown playing, we playing because he ain't gonna get it on my watch. Yeah. And so that's basically what's like. There's, there's oh, is that how you took it? 
That's exactly how I took it. And that's I how t- it is. See, I didn't take it like that. I, I, I took it as if he was just saying, guys, you know, if LeBron was to play, we're going to play. Like, no. Look, but that makes my, a lot of sense. That makes a ton of sense. That's what I look. I, <laughs> the media took it a different way. The yeah, media took it like he was. I think um Stephen A. said no, not Stephen A. Shannon came out and said that he was trying to vilify um LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. As if LeBron was almost like selling out or something. But um, but I don't think that was the case. I think he was basically saying, "Hey, look, if LeBron playing, we playing because I'm not." Not on my watch. Not while yeah. we're here where the L.A. Lakers <laughs> win a title. The L.A. Clippers will be here to put a pause on whatever your overall plans are. That's yeah. basically what I, I That's basically what I got from Patrick Beverly in that situation. So um, as I look at it, man, is there a reason not to play? Yeah, the spotlight is heavily on us right now. The, the spotlight is heavily on the situation. There is a reason not to play. There is a reason not to come out and um, – you know, not to come out and distract people from the actual situation. But if we're not going to play, bro, make it plain. Make it plain. What do we want and why are we not playing? I, so the overall idea of Kyrie's uh, argument, I agree with in terms of this is not the the time to do it because optics make it look bad for black players to be playing during a moment where where they should be working, like, you know, helping uh, to, to get the cause out there, stuff like that. Um, I agree with that overall point. But in terms of the actual season, whether it should start or not. But, Derek, they are working. No, no, there are people that are working. I'm not saying they're not. I'm, no, saying, no, I'm, saying, I'm saying this is their job. Like, well, this yeah, but see the the see the issue comes. My the thing about it is that it 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 turns into another issue in terms of the the season itself. Like, if you're coming back right now, which they're still not even in full agreement on, if you're coming back and you're starting the season so fast, it's possible someone could get injured. That's why you see players taking out insurance on, 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 on their bodies, making sure that I know Tatum is one. I think um, Kuzma, I just, which I honestly don't even know why he's taking insurance out. But um, he's a baller. And he got no, he's not. Him. He ain't a baller. Yes, he is a he's, baller. Nah, nah. He's just a young baller who who's taking some time to develop. A lot of time. Or redevelop. Because honestly, when Kuzma – was there like in that first environment it was a it was a good environment for him right but now in this new environment with all these veterans around and no more young people he have to find he has to find his groove and it's hard he had to change his hair and not change it back and yeah. try to find what works for him so so is he is he a new age dennis rodman is that what you're saying nah, Dave, uh, what, like, what's going nah, on nah. <laughs> i'm not giving him that i'm not because dennis rodman could actually he play to, he was trying oh. to find his groove He's yeah, trying to find his nah. groove amongst these new amongst his new environment because his role changed. Before he was like this young star, you just pass the ball to Kuz Kuz, do what he do, right? Now it's like, oh, there's AD here. Well, I'm not gonna get the ball right now. I right? mean, technically, he should be the three, right? Like of the of the big three, he should he be would, the, the three. He would generally be that, bro. But the problem is with him right now is that 
it's it takes time, bro. It takes time, right? Just it like it's taking time for Ben Simmons to get a shot, right? Ooh. That'll never happen. That's different. And that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> with Kuzma. No, it'll never no, happen. No, no, it's nah. different. It's nah. different. But wait till Kuz come back. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. It it's too it's too soon. It's too soon. It, it's it, for the season to start at this point. It's just too fast. So I can see where where Kyrie is is fighting against that. You know, in terms of of player health, but he's not talking about that. He's just talking about the distraction of the cause um, that that we're fighting for right now. So I don't know. I I, I think that uh, I I agree that that it, it might not be the perfect time, but I think it's not the perfect time for the season to restart for a number of reasons, not just this. Um, and I think that they're going to have to come to an agreement. I, I, I still, we're in the middle of June and there's still not, you know, players are still not on board. I don't see how you, how you started anyway. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just don't see how it works. Um, so I don't know, man. I, I think Kyrie's got a point, but it should have been someone else that said it. It sh- he he should he should have spoke to someone else, you know, to to you know, come out with him. Like even if it was just KD that came out with him on this, I think it would have been less of a of a hit on him. You know what I'm saying? Can I can I ask you a question? Yeah. Over under five NBA players testing positive for uh, coronavirus when testing starts next week. Uh, I'm going to take the over. You going to take the over? I'm going to take the over. I think I may take even the if, over there. Even too. if it's barely, but I'm I'm going to take the over. I think I think I'm a, I think I might rock with you. We're looking at like even even Kyle Kuzma, he has a brand new girlfriend by the way, so that's going to make him a better player. So, he's Who, um, who's the girlfriend? Cuz you know if, if if it's a Kardashian, that is done. It's not a it's not a Kardashian. Um <laughs> She looks like a nice girl, Winnie Harlow. Um, so, you know, check her out. Okay. Uh, but, and, and when I say check her out, I'm not encouraging guys to go. In. <laughs> <laughs> not in the DMs, people. No, not no, in the def- DMs. Definitely not. Um, I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Go figure out who who he's around. Anyway, so um, so Kyle Kuzma, he's just leaving a a album party, right? And yeah, he had on he had on the mask. He's, I don't know if he's wearing it right though. You're supposed, listen, guys, when you wear the mask, cover your nose. Like that's one of the things that we're trying to do here. Hold on, hold on. He just covered his his mouth. Basically, that's what it looks like. It looks like he's covering his mouth. Anyway, I'm not gonna. You know how when he talks to LeBron, he kind of goes like this. Yeah, <laughs> he thinks the same thing. Yeah. So um, all right, but anyway, so yeah, I'm, I'm giving you the I'm giving you the over there too. I believe that. Um, at the end of the day, bro, I want them to play. Everybody wants we all like, want, we to, all want see. them to play. Yeah. But I want to see it. But I'm willing to concede them playing if Kyrie and his conglomerate make the vision plain. If you tell us, okay, look, we're not gonna play until we get such and such, then mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, bet. We here for we here waiting, not playing waiting to get such and such. If such and such is to defund a particular police um, system, 
right? Like a particular um, police station. So if we're, you know, defunding the cops in, in Minnesota, which is already happening, right? All right, cool. If that's the situation, we're fighting to do that in New York or every place and we're fighting to defund every um, police unit that was involved in one of these situations, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. if, that's, if that's what we're waiting for, bet, let's go, Kyrie. No play until we get that. You feel me? If yeah. we're waiting until all the NBA owners come out in solidarity and say, hey, Black Lives Matter, and we will put money and our efforts behind um, this particular movement, right? Mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. the full BLM movement, but just the, the part that we care about, which is Black people living. So, because those are two different things. So, but, but at the same time, right? If, if they're down, if they're down with doing that, then cool. If we're waiting for all the NBA owners to speak out, bet. Let's wait, Kyrie. But if we just holding off and just kind of working in our own neighborhoods and stuff like that, then then I'm back on the side of Stephen A., which says that we're losing the platform. See, here's the thing. I think, <clears throat> and this is where I, I didn't. I don't listen to Stephen A. Smith uh, anymore, but I, I heard him. Uh, <laughs> I heard a little bit of what he had to say about this. And I, I think, I think it's a, a bit dismissive um, that about the, about the players not utilizing their, about not utilizing a platform. Like they don't have a platform without the NBA. That that's, that's how it came across to me. And I don't agree with that. I think these players are bigger than a league. This, this is, you don't see that in a lot of other leagues, but in the NBA, the players are the focus. So because of that, they are bigger than the league in terms of their platform. And my, I think my frustration with Kyrie is that he is the vice president of the uh, National Basketball Players Association. So if that's the case, you've got to be able to, put together a, a very clear and concise plan for how this goes, because he's also talking about players coming out with their own league. And while I would, I don't have a problem with seeing that you've got to have a plan with that. You can't just say we stopped this NBA season and Hey, let's, let's start our own league. It doesn't work like that. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. It was hilarious that that game of zones foretold that with this final season. That was hilarious. But um, I, I just I don't see how how he can come out and talk about this without a clear like vision for it. So I, I agree with you on that one, bro. It, it's, it, it needs to be clear. But. I think uh, where where Stephen A. Smith is is a bit dismissive is to make it sound as if they don't have the the big platform without the NBA, which and, in terms of them getting their contracts, that okay, I'm fine with you saying that. But if if let's say let's say KD wanted to just start something, you know, because he has the money to start it, he's bigger than the NBA in terms of that, like because of his of his of of his stature within or his state status within the within the league i'm pretty sure if he wanted to go start something like that players would follow 
if if let's say LeBron wanted to start something like that, players would follow. You know what I'm saying? It it, it it's not it's a bit dismissive to say that they can't do it without the NBA. Um, so yeah, I I I agree. It has to be clear. Let me oh. let me let me let me interject real quick and ask a counter question to that for just to clarify on what your statement is to go against you know Stephen A. Smith's right. So haven't heard much about the status of this particular league right now, but I'm sure as the NBA works something out, they're probably working something out with this. But let's take the big three, for mm-hmm. example, Cube as we know. The creator, the owner, made this thing happen, right? So if the top-name NBA players, just strictly top names, your Uh James Hardens, your Kevin Durant's, your LeBron James's, vice versa, every top player from every team decided, okay, you know what? We're going to go over here because we know we can voice our opinions that much more. And Ice Cube obviously is black and understands what we understand. So we're going to take this over here and say bump the NBA. The NBA is in trouble and not the players. Yeah, but they're in violation of contract if they do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we, like we talking reckless as if, yeah. as if there's no contract in place. There's, yeah. They got, they got contracts and, and – Honestly, I don't know if every like LeBron gonna be straight, but I don't know if yeah. everybody finances are up to par to where they could just you know say you know what forget those million dollar contracts because all of them they haven't gotten all their money from their contracts. Right? I was about to say you know that that's another thing like pretty much everyone that's a Paul uh, um, a rich Paul um, client they've they've already received their money for the season. It, it was it was at the beginning of the season everyone else has not been paid. So, you know, I, I don't see how how that really works in anyone's favor. So, I mean, for them, yeah, you can leave and you can go and, and cube, but does cube want the burden of having to pay all those guys real, real money? Not like that now, money. Like, not half. <laughs> now, look, I'm going to say this, especially in a climate where no matter what Cube wants to do, I'm sure he'll open up his arms to all those guys who want to join us, and I'm sure he'll try to find the money. The only problem is is that you're going to have to have fans in the stands, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're going to have to get that money, and that ain't coming right now. Like, we're we not in that climate to where you just let everybody in the gym. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's not the situation right now. Well, I mean, if, if that was a thing going forward and this, you know, coronavirus thing was completely washed and we were done with it and everybody was coming back, then, yeah, by all means, that could be something that, that could support itself. But for right now, it'll be a huge financial risk for him to do something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Let me say this also. Hey, bro, um, Kyrie is the vice president, but dog it, there's six vice presidents of that basketball association, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and he's not even, and he doesn't, he's not standing in solidarity yet with, mm-hmm. with, um, and, and we'll get to this later. I, I'll hide that point, right? But he's not standing in solid in, in solidarity yet with the whole players' association. Does right, that make right. sense? And that's right, what, right. and that's kind of what, and it's not like, and maybe it's not, uh, for lack of effort. Maybe it's just for lack of agreement, right? Because mm-hmm. maybe everybody doesn't fully agree with him. And we'll, you know, and we'll, I, I hold it, I hold it, I wait. I'm pretty but, sure um, they don't agree with him. But so that's, that's the thing. Um, so as we, as we look at it, man, overall, 
what I'm looking for at the end of the day is for us to be able to see some basketball, right? I want to see it, but I don't see it in I don't see it in the big three league, right? But I do see maybe maybe one or two defecting. You know what I mean? Like maybe one or two defect, but I don't know if Cube want I don't know if Cube want that. I mean, see, I know he it, wants it, but I, it, I think I think I think one of the players going to big three in their prime would be interesting in terms of a free agent doing it. Yeah. And I yeah. don't see a free agent doing that. Or would yeah. you if you if you had the opportunity to to make let's say anywhere between twenty five to, to thirty five million a year in the NBA versus I don't even know how what the pay scale is for the big three yet. Um but for whatever they offer per year and they have what three month seasons or something like that. Um what is what are you, what are you, what, like what are you actually doing? I I understand it would be great, but see this is this is not a, a thing that I think players have to do. I think this is something that this is the onus on black billionaires to do. So the Diddy's, I think I think he's a billionaire, right? Um, I don't know if Diddy's a billionaire. No, close to it. He 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 probably he's probably close to it. But Dre's a billionaire. Uh, uh, Jay Z. Um, uh, I think Oprah is close to it, if I'm not mistaken. But for those big names like that, Tyler Perry's, like those guys, if they came together and started a league, it would make more sense for them to do that than for the players to go and start their own league. I'm not saying I wouldn't want to see it, but it has to be done the right way because there's a lot of money that goes into it. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I mean, look, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Cube can what Cube has done is great. Almost you know definitely. I mean? Most I think definitely. it's great because it, the NBA it extends, took from him too. It extends the life of a basketball um player's career. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if, if a player's not done playing yet and they still wanna they still wanna get down, there's a spot for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And if there's somebody who's kinda on the come up and they, you know, wanna work their way into the national spotlight then there's a place for them too. So it's, it works as like a extension extension league and a developmental league. Love it. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, man, I am, um, I don't know. I, I just don't know if, if he wants those troubles, bro. That's like, it's, it's a lot. Yes, it is. It is, you know. So with that in mind then, fellas, let's uh, transition now that we've kind of put some thoughts and ideals and we understand that with what Kyrie had to say at the end of the day, it falls down to this, have a vision behind what you're saying. So that way we can know for sure which side to really justify with, but therefore let's go ahead and go and transition into this subject with two individuals who have been going at it with each other for quite some time, but because of now this recent situation, it has caused other tension and again all these opinions coming from other players but these two in particular kind of seem to have an online beef going on right about now and 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 what's going on but fellas let's let's talk a little bit about you know Mr. Kevin Durant and Mr. Kendrick Perkins and, and what what's been going on lately that way uh so as Kyrie made his statement Kendrick Perkins made his statement and 
said Kyrie Irving right now, you are the distraction. You are the distractor. It's crazy because you come out and you do something simply without talking to President Chris Paul or consulting with Michael Roberts. Let's sit it out without a plan. It makes zero sense. And I totally disagree. You know, and as a result, Mr. Durant decides to come into the picture, call Mr. Perkins a sellout, post a video of him shooting an air ball, you know, just doing typical, you know, petty type moves that most NBA players do when they're throwing shots at each other online and whatnot. We we, we know how that thing goes. KD but, being KD. You know, KD so being that, KD. That's a pure KD move. That's, yeah. A pure KD move, right? <laughs> so let's 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 get into a little bit of this meet. I mean, also we saw where Kendrick Perkins was on first take recently and made his emotional statements. Uh, as we can see, he was affected by the whole sellout, uh, you know, situation and label and, and, and had a lot to say, heartfelt man to man via screen to uh, Mr. Durant. So, fellas, what are your thoughts on what's been going on in this little war between KD and Kendrick Perkins? Man. Honestly, um, it's tough, man. It's really tough because there's kind of truth on – I want to say there's truth on both sides, but I can't really, right? I don't, I don't like the way um, – I don't, I don't necessarily like or endorse the way Kendrick Perkins came out at Kyrie. Right. I thought that him calling him a distraction and a distractor, <laughs> right, <laughs> Um was a bit much, right? He he basically said um, that, hey, look, you, like, there's a big deal going on right now, and what you're doing is distracting us, like, it's, it's taking away from what's real. And then he said, he calls him out for not speaking to the president, right, about the situation. So the president is Chris Paul, even though there's six VPs, well, it's actually seven, there's one who's like the first vice president, which is Andre Iguodala, right? And uh-huh. so he's saying, look, you that you haven't spoken to Chris, you're just coming out saying stuff. And he has a problem or issue with him going about doing it that way, right? Um, he, he, calls out, he calls him out on not having the plan and all that stuff. But at the same time, yo, Kyrie's a young, well, he's not he's relatively, he's a relatively young guy, right? And so we're looking at a relatively young Kyrie, but a, a definitely older and more veteran and more schooled um, Kendrick Perkins there could have been more grace given in the way he came out at Kyrie, right? Like they, he could have did that behind closed doors. I'm pretty sure there's ways to get to, if you got to, if you can get to KD, then you can get to Kyrie. So I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure he could talk to Kyrie and kind of hold that as, as a backdoor situation. But I mean, he was on TV. So, I mean, you know, I just think it's weird for him to come out at Kyrie in that way. That's harsh. I think it was harsh the way he came at, at Kyrie. Now, you got to look at this. If he's harshly coming out at Kyrie, what's KD supposed to do, right? Like KD could have stayed quiet about it and let it ride, but he was like, look, I got to defend, you know, my guy. So he comes out and defends his guy, right? Now, the way he did it was a bit, that's a, that's a bit questionable, right? Because he's basically yeah. called, he, he's, it's almost that Uncle Tom thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know. For the, for the people who are listening, you're not black of skin. Maybe you need to know this is a very serious allegation in our community. Uh-huh. So him calling him a basically, you know, you're selling out for the cause. You're selling out. What are you doing? That is, that's a harsh response. But 
hey, look, your first thing was harsh. So mm -hmm. Kendrick came at Kyrie in a harsh manner. KD, you know, almost feeling like a big brother that steps up and comes at him back in a harsh manner. It's wrong on both sides, right? Mm -hmm. It's wrong on both sides because um, what, what, did, what did Kendrick say? Kendrick's like, hey, you don't know what I'm going through at my house. You don't know, you know, that there was a little boy hung, right, really close to my home, and I got to drive my son to school now, right? You don't know that we fear for our existence, even in our own community. Talked about him and his, and his family based on what's happening in, in their community. He was like, he's been out on the front lines of this thing. So don't call me a sellout. At the same time, Kyrie's like, Kyrie could be, man, I'm actually trying to make a difference. Nobody else was stepping up or saying anything, and we we're just going to go play. But honestly, there's a whole different side of this, and there's a place we're not really taking advantage of. We could not play and actually make a really big point, right? Mm -hmm. So, so like, it, it's, it's, I don't know, it's kind of wrong on both sides, right? But, I mean, you know, Petty of the Year award goes to KD because that video of him missing that shot, like, that <laughs> was – I think honestly, more so than anything, <laughs> I think that got the that, that got the Kendrick man. Uh yeah, I I, I <clears throat> all of this stuff honestly could have been private conversations. I honestly don't understand why it needed to be public in the first place. Actually, hold on, I do. Uh, uh the, the whole KD Kendrick thing started a few months ago. And and it was kind of like a playful tit for tat at first, and then all of a sudden they just went at it. So I can see how that was that part was public, but I don't know how we get from disagreeing with Kendrick to calling, basically calling him a coon. I don't get that. I I honestly don't understand that. And, and there's a you can defend Kyrie. That's your teammate. That's your brother. I I get that, but you you go that far to to defend him. That those those are those are fighting words. Those are mm. fighting words. You know what I'm saying? So if you're calling someone that, you better make sure that you have legit reason to say it. I don't think he has a legit reason to say that. I've disagreed with Kendrick on some of the stuff that he said, especially over the last few months, but I don't see coonery when I look at Kendrick. That that's 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 taking it to another level. He wasn't the only one though, bro. Like he Thank wasn't God. the only one. He said so the other guy, you know Wilson Chandler, right? Yeah. Wilson Chandler says ex players turning into suckers right before your eyes on television. Well, suckers and coons are different, bro. <laughs> I, like, I get it. Divide and conquer tactics at an all-time high. I, I hmm. Kendrick's tone has changed over the last few months. I will say that it has it has changed, but the the accusation does not match what what I've seen. You know, I, I I think I think he is I think he's playing a little media role, um, but I think that you still when you call someone brother, you don't go that far. You that that that's those those are those are turn that's that's a turn that you just cannot 
you can't just reverse that. You know what I'm saying? I know I know Kendrick said he still has love for him, but you can't I I wouldn't think you would be able to have the same type of relationship when you go that far. I think the the whole uh shots in terms of like how many points Kendrick scored or in the finals or whatever, like whatever you that that's one thing. But when you when you go to to Coon Bro, like that's that's too far. <laughs> that that is far. That, that's that is far. far. That is I mean, far. I don't see how he's a sellout in that in that regard. You know what I'm saying? In terms, if you want to say, if you, like, if you want to say he, his tone has changed from between when he was a player to now being retired and in media, that's cool because it has. But come on, man, the 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 degree he just went up, like he just took that far out. I, I KD, you, like he can defend Kyrie in this situation and still be, be respectful and, 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 and cool with Kendrick. This, it is, it, it doesn't have to go that far out. It, it went pretty far, but it could have went further. Kendrick Perkins said, excuse my last tweet, but I really took a light on Kyrie today because I really could expose the cupcake BS that he's really doing behind those phone conversations, but carry on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, man, Kendrick don't play fair. That, that's you all know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like, that's why I understand. Maybe I understand KD, because KD more than anybody should know Kendrick Perkins. Right, like yeah. according, according to so Kendrick that's what I'm saying. You don't say that, <laughs> but but that's the thing. Maybe you do because maybe you know where this is about to go. You feel what I'm saying? Like maybe you know. Hey, look, Kendrick don't play fair, like you said, right? Maybe KD knows. Hey, look, I'm about to step into battle with Kendrick Perkins. I can't mm-hmm. play fair because if I play fair with Kendrick, then it's okay. gonna get unfair in a second. It's cool, but okay, so it's cool to to kind of like not hold your punches, but that's that's almost like a stab, man. That ain't that's that's just outrageous. You know what I'm saying? Like it, the the just the elevation he went with that just it just took it out. It, I I I don't I don't get that one. I really don't. I don't I don't see that. You can like I said, you can still defend Kyrie. And be cool and respectful toward Kendrick if that's your brother, you know. And, you really and I don't, I I don't see how he is after this. My wife ain't making you no oxtail and, and mac and cheese after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> baby, baby, put that oxtail down. <laughs> Baby, no. no. <laughs> Baby, no. That, that ain't your Uncle KD uh, no more. No, no. You ain't wrestling that seven foot. Nah, man. You ain't doing that. Mm-mm. Baby, put them, put them oxtail away. Uh, uh, Only we get oxtail now, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, 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 man. I'm not rocking with that, man. Nah, man. Uh-uh. Uh, you don't you don't get to call me a sellout and, and all that and and think you eating my food now. That ain't happening. Yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Nah. That's wild, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all think? <laughs> I think I don't know to to say 
this is okay. There's preludes, right? And we talked yeah. about that before. There's, there's, there's a prelude. And so we talked about the argument they had it back in January. So back in January, they they was going, you know, about that. But I guess KD was probably just chilling. But Kendrick said at that point, in about 30 minutes, I'm going live on, on SportsCenter on why I believe Russell Westbrook is the best player to ever put on an Oklahoma City Thunder jersey. He is Mr. Thunder, right? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know where that came from. And – and if it just came out of nowhere or why, you know, he, he went about doing that. But well, do you disagree with that? That he's Mr. Thunder? Yeah. Do I disagree? Yeah. It's tough. It is tough. It's I tough. see the argument for it. It's tough. Um, I can see the argument for it. So, but but KD taking, you know, he felt some type of way. KD is not Mr. KD is not right. KD is not Mr. Thunder. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, let's not act like Russell brought us a championship. Neither did KD. But still, he took us closer. Let's not act like... With Russell. With Russell, of course. But also with James Harden. Like, so let's let's not act... And and with... um, I I think Kendrick was on that team. But let's not act. Let's let's really be honest about the fact that Russell Westbrook has brought notoriety right to the Oklahoma City Thunder. But mm-hmm. at the same time, he has not bought medals or gold or, or anything else. We ain't got no trophies over here except for his MVP trophy. But we What's don't have any finals. I mean, do we have that? I mean, what do, what do we have? That was with KD <laughs> and and Russell. That's what that was with KD and Russell, that's, but not Russell a- by himself. Right, 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 right. But At, when KD left, when KD left, Russell didn't like continue. Like it wasn't like the movement just kept moving, and, and we didn't ha- suffer any. We suffered. Yeah, yeah. But we he he's losing, losing. But see, KD. when 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 you leave, there's no way that anyone's gonna consider you, Mister Thunder. You walked away. Kendra, uh, 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 Russell got traded. Did Jordan not leave? He retired. It's not like he left. It's not did like he come. Did he come back? He came back. Where did he come back to? To Chicago. You tell me the first retirement or the second retirement? You know He's what retirement I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but but they had already moved on, and 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 then the front office slighted MJ. Only Kobe so, doesn't leave. Everybody leaves. Tim Duncan didn't. Okay, Tim. Tim and Kobe. Most other people leave. And they take other opportunities. Dirk Dirk didn't. I'll give you Dirk. Is Dirk one of the greatest of all time? Technically, Dwayne Wade didn't leave either. Yeah, he did. (laughs) <laughs> that, was, that was forced. That was that was forced. That was Pat. It was Riley's. was it was a front front office thing. He could have yeah, just retired. He still could have just retired, but he, he left. He yeah twice. He went well, to no. Chicago. He went to Chicago. Then he went to Cleveland. Then he followed LeBron, and then yeah. he decided to come back. So yeah, he left too. But all I'm saying is, um, hey man, people leave, right? People, people do leave, leave, but see, that's the thing. It, it's when you leave to go to the team that just beat you, look at Ray Allen in Boston. 
I'm what? just now getting to the point where I'm able to really look at his pictures during the 08 season. That's because y'all petty. It's not. It's not. He left and went to the to the team that we that was our rival. When you leave the team that you're playing on to go play with the rival, how can anyone really look at you as Mr. Organization? How, because how, Ray how? understood the time was changing. It was like, yo, we had fun. This was really cool. We did our thing. This yes, is over most now. Definitely. LeBron is here. I'm going to join him. Yeah, and that was still dirty, bro. That was it still, wasn't dirty. That was, it was, that was smart. Dirty. But we're not, I, I'm not getting into all that. Did he I'm get another saying, ring? I'm just saying. Did he that, get a ring? Yes, he got a ring. Yes. Who he, didn't get a he, ring? He ring he was ring chasing. Yes, most when, definitely. When Kevin Garnett was in that movie and he was playing that role, right? Y'all did y'all see that movie Hidden Gems? Uncut Gems. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uncut Gems. I said uh-huh. Hidden Gems, but <laughs> it, Uncut Gems, right? So in Uncut Gems, when you saw Kevin Durant, I mean not Kevin Kevin Garnett, how many rings did Kevin Garnett have? He had one. Yes, most definitely. I I I'm not listen, I'm not he saying had more than one. But he only yeah, had if he one. came to Boston earlier, yeah, he could. But he only had one, and that wasn't his fault either. He got traded to Boston. He got traded to Boston, yeah, yeah. But he, so, he I think that, he also, I think he also declined like, like the move, like prior to that, or didn't that, fight for his way out. Okay, well, yeah. he probably wanted to get it on his own, right? He probably thought he can get yeah. it on his own at first. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, he only had one, right? When you look at situations with Ray Allen, how many does he have? All right. <laughs> what right. i'm saying though <laughs> is that when you leave the organization you can't get mad when people say you're not mr whatever that's all i'm saying you left to go chase rings let's just call it what it is that's what kd did he left to go chase a ring two he, was, he, he, he got two no, no, he left to go chase a ring. At the time, he had zero. You're right. That's the right. situation. Which is like, what he could have. Pr- he was going to end his career without one. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. With the Thunder? Yeah, he was. Really think about it. Come if on. He, if he had gone to Boston, he still would have won one. I know you heard about that situation, man, but you got to let that go. Hey, man, listen, listen. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm good. But at some point, I'm at saying some point, you got to forget, I'm, KD, man. All I'm, I, yeah, it's, it's whatever. All I'm saying. You couldn't even that, say it, bro. You it, couldn't even say it. All I'm saying is that <laughs> <laughs> he could have gone somewhere else and still gotten a ring. It's not as if he could not get a ring. He just decided to take the easy route. So Kate, uh, uh, Kendrick's, Kendrick's uh, tweet, to me, I understood it. And, and, and it made sense. You're not Mr. Thunder. You're not. Russell is. He stayed. The only reason why he's not there anymore is because he got traded for Chris Paul. That's the only reason why he's not still in, in OKC, because I think he would have retired there. Which I still think he will retire as 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 a Thunder. I'll um, I'll say this. Uh, ooh, it's tough not to it's tough not to make him Mister Thunder. It's really tough. Not to make KD. No, not KD. It's really tough not to make Russell Westbrook Mister Thunder. It's okay. really tough, right? Like yeah. it's really tough 
to say he's not the best to ever do it. You know, on that team, he's not the most talented, right? Like, no, not not he wasn't the most talented ever to rock uh-huh. that jersey, but um, he is he is the player that became synonymous with that jersey. Right? Yeah, he yeah, averaged at, uh, triple doubles twice. He won MVP. His his attitude his attitude is one of thunder. Yes, you know what I'm saying. That's that's yeah. And so yeah. and so I I I, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. I, I, yeah, I rock with that. Yeah. All right. So. So, I guess with that being said, just goes to show, we know how that goes. We know what we stand on that, and we know how when it comes to taking sides. At the end of the day, you're either left but or you're right. Are they both right or are they both wrong? I would say, I would say they're both wrong. Okay. I would say that, but I said Kendrick's wrong for what he, for how he came out at Kyrie, right? Um, and then threatening to expose him like live, yeah, and then yeah. using the word cupcake because he knew it would get at KD anyway. Like, yeah, don't uh, think that wasn't. Strategic. Oh, don't think that wasn't. Strategic. Oh man, no, he, yeah, he's, that not fair. Fair. he's not that playing fair. He's not playing fair. That wasn't. So, fair. that so, was a good one. Though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Brother, subliminals are real. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Kendrick coming out, like, I, I feel like the way he came at at, um, at Kyrie was wrong. But, um, KD, if we have any semblance of a relationship, any semblance of one, right? If you'll ever eat another oxtail, then you're going to have to not call him a sellout. <laughs> you feel me? You can't do that. And... <laughs> And that, <laughs> it's hard to salvage that relationship. After I'm so that. glad I was like, I I swallowed that word before you said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just not it's just not the way to go. So my prayer is that they can somehow salvage the relationship and get back. But um, it may be done. You know what I mean? And honestly, like I don't you see know, how they, you come back from sellout, bro. Man, they used to cry in hotels together, bro. Like, what were they crying over? That's what I don't understand. What were knows? they crying over? It could have been know. the loss to Golden State, for all we know. Maybe it was know. that. Maybe so. Like, maybe you know what I mean. Like, maybe it um, was the loss to Miami because I do believe Perkins was on that team. He was. Maybe it was girl so, trouble. Maybe there's, there's a lot trouble. of things they could have been crying over over the years. I don't know. Maybe it's when people find out about his multiple um, Twitter accounts. Like, I don't know when it was. <laughs> But they cried. They cried together, man. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, gentlemen. So that being said, um, let's transition now and let's talk some NFL here in this. And uh, wow, there's a uh, interesting uh, defensive guy out there that wants to be out on the market right now on the trade market. We have a New York Jet by the name of Jamal Adams requesting for a trade from the New York Jets. Jamal Adams, it's reported, wants to be among the NFL's highest paid defensive players. Jamal Adams' future contract demands will be a big factor in any potential trade talks. Even if the Jets' all-pro safety wouldn't request an extension right away, if he is traded to certain teams. Gentlemen, now, given the fact that it is 
the New York Jets. And if you're a Jets fan listening, I mean, hey, there's no bias here, you know. So in all due respect, we do say this, but it is the New York Jets. We know they haven't been contending and probably won't be contending anytime soon right now. So, gentlemen, what are your thoughts? What would you like to see Mr. Adams land? I don't know. Um, I want to see him land in Louisiana. Like I, that's where I would love to see him <laughs> land. If if we we have a shot at the same time, it's, it's almost no chance of that happening. Um, just because you know the my team already has three Pro Bowl level safeties. Yeah, so you took you, you took Malcolm Jenkins from us. So. Right. So we we, we took him back. So let's not forget that. Ooh. We took him back. Oh. We both Uh-oh. won a championship with him. That's facts. That's facts. Um, but he was with us first, so we went and got him. Yeah, back. he ran to us. Those are well, actually, we shipped him. He off. got so, he got he got away from Drew Brees. Yeah, um, but he's back. So we now have <laughs> we we have Malcolm Jenkins. Like that's Malcolm Jenkins. Um, it's just it's just too much going on in New Orleans. So I don't I don't believe he goes there. Um, even though you know it would it would just be you know awesome but that's not the situation there's so many teams that could use a guy like a jamal adams because there's just like teams without that um without that you know i want to say coach in in the backfield like coach in the secondary you know what i mean he's almost like a coach in secondary he's almost he's very cerebral he's a dog back there right and he's been that type of player for a while the dallas cowboys is a team who's always been looking for an impact player like him in their secondary. Um, I would love to see something like that um, happen, even though I hate the Cowboys. Um, the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, um, already have one of the best around, right, and Tyron Matthew. But oh. having another LSU dog back there would just really, really help them out. You know what I mean? At the same time, I don't know how much help they need. Defensively, they do need help. Remember, they used to have a guy by the name of Eric Berry who used to be that dude. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Roman yeah. sideline to sideline, making plays. And when when he was there, right, that team was a different team. Now they, the landlord, I guess, is, is back there doing his thing. You feel me? But you yeah. look at it. You add a guy like um, Tyron Matthew with the guy like Jamal Adams. Now we're talking about something. We're talking about something that we're talking dynasty at this point. You feel me? So him going to the Chiefs would be a really good situation um, that I, I would love to see. Um, he mentioned a few different teams that he would like to land on, right? Um, but, I mean, golly, I don't know exactly where I want to see him go. Baltimore Ravens could be interesting, right? You look at him, Earl Thomas together, right? Like, what type of nastiness is that? Yeah. That's real nasty, yeah, well, yeah. right? Like well, he's not stiff-armed, you know, I mean, I'm just saying. Hey, look. Hey, look! <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I mentioned Earl Thomas. I couldn't help it, you know. Bro, when the ball goes, uh, when the ball goes in the air, is he ready to rock? That dude didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> when the ball's on the ground, it's a little tougher. But that's why you need a Jamal Adams. Because Jamal Adams ain't ain't little and light like that. Like I'm, mean, I'm not to call Et little or light. Because you know what I mean. You got stiff arm bias or whatever. But what I'm saying is, you look at a guy like like stiff arm by a brick wall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's 
it wasn't like he just got hit by like let's say Fournette. That he got hit. <laughs> like, look, these are facts, man. These are facts. But at the end of the day, you you add a guy like Jamal Adams, that adds something to your secondary, which puts Eric, Earl Thomas back in the situation he was in when they were um, when he was with the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Like a legion right. of boom type of thing. Man, the legion of boom. Um, it, it it mattered that he could be a free roaming safety, only you know playing that Ed Reed type role, right? Where he's trying to pick the ball off, but he had an enforcer. Adding a Jamal Adams to that Ravens secondary could bring in an enforcer, right? And now we're looking at a team that could possibly overcome the Chiefs. So this this actually I love moves this late in the offseason because they can actually tell the story on how the season goes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and basically, wherever Jamal, if Jamal Adams leaves, because I, I I'm in full agreement with him getting the heck out of um you know that Jets organization, they're they're not ready yet, right? No, and no. it's gonna be a minute, even though they spent some money on Le'Veon Bell last year, even though Sam Darnold is on his way, right? Like like it's it's not there yet, and it's time for him to go. So by all means, leave. But when he leaves, where he goes could tell you how the season ends. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Where he goes could really have a major impact on what this looks like at the end of the day. If he joins a team like the San Francisco 49ers, this could be trouble. So, you know, Joe Douglas, the GM of the Jets, was in the front office for the Eagles, right? Okay. I, I'm not saying that, that Jamal is coming to – to Philly, but I could see where they make a small trade to make it happen. Um, now the now the contract that that Jamal wants is that's going to kill the cap. That are, I think we're already, I think we're already uh, over the cap right now, and not adjusting for the COVID whatever however that's going to impact it. Um. Is your is your guard going on IR or is he going on IR with um, oh no he's with the designation to return? I haven't heard yet, but the way um way it happened last time, Brendan Brooks recovered mad fast, and then he had the best season of his career last year. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he decided if he if he attack physical therapy because I think he just had his surgery like two days ago. I wouldn't be surprised if he was able to come back for the playoffs. I I wouldn't push it, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Um which when we were talking about offensive line last week, I you threw me off so bad I forgot to mention Brandon Brooks as a part of that. And he is a pro bowler. So you know, I gotta made that correction, but <clears throat> I could see where they do like a one-year rental type of thing with Jamal Adams. Mm. I could see where they could do something like that. Um, that that's that's type that's the type of move that uh, Howie would 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 uh, would do. Um, I wouldn't mind it. I would love to see that with with Darius Slay out there and Will Parks and that defense. That'd be phenomenal. Uh, do I see it happening? No. 
Y'all yeah. getting Darius Slay. And, and I, I purposely left the Eagles off my list. I know you did. That's why I wanted to say it. That's exactly uh, why I wanted to say it. I mean, only – no, I didn't leave them off the list because I don't believe that they're in, in it. I left them off mm-hmm. the list because I, I, I gave it to you. You know what I mean? It was the alley. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Great alley. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not Kendrick Perkins out here. But, <laughs> but, what <I'm> saying, but, <laughs> but I feel like – I mean, I feel like it could work for the – the Eagles are missing a strong piece to their secondary by losing Malcolm Jenkins. He was a leader for them in the secondary, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. by him leaving to replace him with almost a younger version of himself, right? Yeah. Like that would be incredible. That yeah. would be incredible. Um, and so I would see it happening. Darius Slay, I thought, was one of the biggest gets for you all in the offseason. I thought that oh, yeah. was phenomenal. Um, the way that happens. And if you just kind of follow the Eagles fan base, you know that they've been looking for another impact player on that defensive, on the defensive side of the ball. Like, they really – they were all in on, on trying to get the defensive end from the, the Jaguars. They really wanted him, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. So, that was that was the situation. And now that Adams – now that Adams is out, they want a possible – they want a chance to add him as well. Right? That's why I see I, – I could see them doing a one-year rental type thing with him. I could see that. But um, the, the issue is that you have nine players on your team right now making at least $10 million per year, right? Yeah. yeah. And this guy wants to get paid. Now, he's not just leaving for no reason, right? He wants to get paid. And him wanting to get paid could limit the ability of the, the Eagles to bring him in, right? Because right. I'm thinking he wants to get paid. And I don't know if he wants to get paid in a way where he'll settle for a one-year deal with a team that's in the middle of the pack as opposed to right on the edge of winning the next Super Bowl. Who's in the middle of the pack? Huh? Who, you saying the Eagles are in the middle of the pack? Are you telling me you're on a precipice of winning a Super Bowl? I wholeheartedly believe that. Wait, do you believe that? With I wholeheartedly heart? believe that. With every fiber of my being, I believe is, that. Is this with your Eagles heart or with your no. NFL heart? This is this is as a as a as a football fan, I believe they are right there. Most you definitely. Said, you were Most about definitely. to say as a fan, but then as you a, said as a as football, football fan. fan. I'm, that's what I'm think. trying. I'm trying <laughs> to let you know. But I, I'm trying to make sure you understand. I think not, you mean as an Eagles fan no. because you tell me why you believe the Eagles are on a precipice of a Super Bowl berth. Uh, they they just they just gained so much speed on the offense just in terms of their of their uh, wide receivers, right? They still have a strong offensive line even with Brandon Brooks gone. Depending on who they decide to replace him with, they who would you add at wide receiver that gives you that much confidence? Jalen Rager. You got Deshaun Jackson coming back. Hold on, hold on. You had Deshaun Jackson coming back. You, um, you know Deshaun Jackson's back for a weekend, and then he's out again. Stop! Stop! You stop, know that, and stop, I know that. Stop! Stop! You know. Let me let me explain why. When you picking him up in fantasy? Can't explain huh? When you picking him? When when you gonna pick him up in fantasy? When will I pick Deshaun Jackson up in fantasy? At what point? At what I point? don't know that I'm going to. To be honest, you know why? Because I I be, no 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 no. It's not because I don't think he can do it. Yes, it's, it is. It, no, it's not. It's because I I have I feel like it, it jinxes my team when I pick one of my teams. Well, my, uh, the players from my team. It, it, I swear to God, I do. 
I, so I almost Carson, don't if, ever pick up a... a, a if a, Carson a, Wentz was the best, if Carson Wentz was one of the best right now, right, which he is a, a great quarterback, but if Carson Wentz was the best player on the board, you're not going to pick him up? Yes. You will, right? Yes, I will. All right, cool. It, but reluctantly, so, because I'm, I'm thinking it's going to jinx my team. But I, I will I will pick... I, I had him as my backup last season. I, I, I give you you think it might jinx your team. I give you that. I, I had because I, I, I almost never pick an eagle, bro. I, well, I'll get the defense honest, for team defense, but I never, for the most part, I never pick an eagle. Have you fantasy. heard Sean's album? Yes. Have you heard the last song? Go ahead. <laughs> Call Go ahead. be honest with me. And, <laughs> and, I, and I need you to be honest with me about the situation. <laughs> Uh-oh. I need you to be honest with me about this situation. You know you don't believe that Sean Jackson is the way to the future. You don't. I didn't say he was that. the way. I didn't. No, you don't I did not say. He, hold on, hold on, hold on. That is not true. That is, is he, not true. Is Sean Jackson going to be true. in uniform, playing and active by week yes. four? Please tell yes. me that. You yes, he will. Yes, he will. I you believe yes, that with your I, heart. I do believe that. We have Marquise Goodwin on the team now. Okay, that opens the up same. a lot. Hold on. Come on, man. Hold on. on Goodwin. Mark, don't play Goodwin like that, man. I have to. Don't, don't play Because him I like believed that. in him for so long. I believed in him when he was with the Bills. He showed me nothing. I believed in him. They when, had no good quarterback. I believed in him when he first got to the San Francisco 49ers, right? And he was okay when he first got there. But then as Garoppolo got better, Goodwin disappeared. I believed in him during that time. Where is he? Where is he when they're making their run? He's not there. Debo, they got to rely on the Debo Sanders. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was injured. Say it again. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was injured. You think he was injured? I believe he was. You know he wasn't making an impact. That's could be for a number of reasons. The injury for a number of reasons. The major reason is because he's not that dude. He has blazing. Who said he is that dude? I'm not saying. See. You're confusing what I'm you're you're conflating I'm, it, bro. I'm saying even on the Eagles, he's gonna he's gonna disappear on you, bro. He's going on to that disappear defense? on you. No, I'm saying good. They won't be able to find to, him. No, he's going to disappear on you. You think nah. he's gonna be there, but he's gonna nah. James Harden you in the nah. playoffs. No. He's going to disappear. No. No. All right. No, you're just used to Drew Brees doing that. So don't He don't, don't no, Drew don't disappear. Don't, don't do that. My defense disappeared. Don't do that. But Drew don't disappear. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> My defense. Don't do that. Drew don't go listen, nowhere. Listen. Every yeah, because he, 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 he ain't been he ain't been he ain't been far in the playoffs in a while. Every, every miracle wasn't because of Drew. It was actually in spite of Drew. Every miracle was in spite of Drew. All right. All right. All right. Listen. I'm. A, I'm. A, let me tell you this. If you're asking me, do I believe the Eagles will have the uh, have one of the best chances to make it to the Super Bowl this year? I'm telling you, I believe they do. That's why Jamal said that the Eagles are one of the teams that he would be traded to. That's why he chose that. The Cowboys don't have that chance. I'm, I don't care what anyone says. As long as Dak Prescott is is their quarterback and as long as Jerry Jones is there, is their owner. They're not winning anything. I, I used to believe that, but I don't now because of what? Well, see, okay, here's the thing. Great route runner. No problem with him. But he's going to do all that 
to not get past the ball. That's not facts. Bro, have you seen Dak? Yes. And I Dak see Dak will overthrow it. him or he will underthrow him by five yards. When, when Dak has a wide receiver, when Dak has a wide receiver who can actually get open, right? Which he's shown us in the last few years. When Dak finally gets a wide receiver, he's going to find that wide receiver. What he had no, in the past. Not. Yes, he does. No, he's not. Okay. No, he's not. Hold you're up. looking if you're looking at highlights, that tells you one thing. Dak I'm Prescott, looking at stats. Dak who's Prescott, the number two? Who was the number two leading passer in the league? Bro. Dak Prescott. You know what? For last season, right? Yes. You know why? Look why? at the cupcake defenses they played. Whenever they played a team that actually had a winning record or was 500, they didn't. They had, they had a, I think, I forgot what the record was. It was below 500 in terms of their record. And he played, he performed poorly when they played against those teams. Dak Prescott had, had a, had a inflated stat line last season. He did not play the way that, that his numbers said that he did. That, that, that's, that's what he does. Are we not talking over the course of the season? We are talking about the course of the season. season, We're looking at 4,902 yards. Yes. And you're telling me that they throw. I'm t- no, no, no. You're I'm telling, telling me he you, can't throw to wide you, open receivers. I'm telling you, when he did it last season, it was against soft defenses. It was like playing against kindergartners out there for him. So, of course, he was going to be able to put up those numbers. Not facts. When, when, he, when he's playing against when – when he has a guy like Amari Cooper, before he's never had a guy like Amari Cooper. Didn't, never had one. Right, didn't have a guy like that. And when he when had, did Carson Wentz have a, have a have a fast receiving core? Have a entirely fast receiving? Yes. Core? When when did that ever happen? That just so. happened this this off season. I I think so. But when that just happened Wentz, this off season. When has Carson Wentz made it through an entire season without going down? Two years, rookie year yeah. and this past season. His rookie year and this past season. Oh did yeah. He it all the season? No. Not in terms of being knocked out for the rest of the season, no. Wait, wait. He didn't get hurt at all this season? He may have been nicked up, but it was nothing. No, no. You're talking about playoffs. You're talking about playoffs. And he got he didn't and, get and, hurt at all. Hold on, this hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're talking about 16 games. I'm talking about a regular season. Regular season. I'm not talking about regular season. I, yeah, you're talking, about the, you're talking about the playoff I'm game. Not, I'm talking, I'm about, talking about making it through the entire season. Your entire season. That was our entire season because when, when Jadavion Clowney took him out for the for, for that playoff game, that was the season. Did he that make was it, it through? That was it. Did he make it through? No, because he got speared in the back of his helmet. Hey, man. He didn't make it through. No, so my, no. He but didn't. You're talking, if you're talking about a regular season, his rookie year and this past season, he made it. He, all 16 games. This idea that he's fragile and, and, and injury-prone – I don't buy into that. He I had two seasons. No, he had two seasons. One season where he got where, where uh, the uh, ACL got torn, and then the following season when he was recovering from that, he got you hurt again because he was overcompensating. You but don't want to believe in it, Derek. It's not. It's not about whether I want to believe in it or not. I, it, it. The facts tell me, rookie year he played full season without injury. This past season he played full year without injury. Tell me about the other years. The other years, like I just said, torn ACL in week 11, 
And the I forgot which game he went out for the following season, but it was because he overcompensated and, and messed up his back with it. But so you're, you're, with that, I, I understand. Me, but you're telling me that a Dak Prescott. You're telling me that a Dak What's Prescott, so special about Dak Prescott? Please tell Dak, me what's so special about him. Dak Prescott does well when he has wide receivers that can please, get open. Please tell me why, why Jerry hasn't paid him then. Say it again? Why has Jerry not paid him? Racism. <laughs> <laughs> racism, darn it! Oh, it's always the okay. case. All right, where's my race I'm, card? I'm, I'm like, look, man, listen. <laughs> oh, man. Wow! Oh. Wow! Yeah, black lives don't matter for him, huh? Oh, listen. <laughs> All I'm saying is it that it took him a while to is pay. That there is a re- no, 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 not a while, bro. It took him a while to pay Zeke. They knew Zeke they were going to hold out. Zeke, Zeke had to hold, hold out. Zeke had to hold Zeke out. Had to hold out, right? Yes. So it took him a while to pay Zeke. Amari Cooper was another one. It took him a little while to pay Amari. Right. And now, right before you get into this Dak situation, he's like, okay, cool. When I pay Dak, I'm leveraging the future of this team. Right, like I'm, 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 I'm basically saying this is it, and we no. gonna have to win with this squad or not. Right? I completely agree. If so he's maybe he's. I understand why he's a bit hesitant. I understand why that is. But now we're looking at a. You look at a Dak Prescott. If Dak comes out, I would say it's in Dak's best interest to come into camp if, if when, whenever camp starts, and then show. Um, Jerry, what it's like for ha- to have a Dak with two wide receivers who can get wide open. Not hey, just Dak. one. I, listen, I want Jerry to pay open. Dak. I want I him to you, pay. I know you want I want him to. I want him to pay that black man. I want to see that black man get paid so well. I want to see him get $35 million a year. I want to see it. Let me troll see talk. that black man no. get paid $35 million a year for five years. I you want him it. like I want the Falcons to keep Dan I, Quinn. Please, like, that's basically what that is. No, I want don't him to get forty that. million a year. You don't I want, believe I want in that. that black man to get paid. <laughs> I want him to get forty a year for five years, no trade clause. I want to see that. <laughs> let's bring that to Dak Prescott. That 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 black man deserves that. <laughs> let's 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 get him that money. Let's, let's see him get paid. I would love it. That would bring me so much joy to see that black man get paid. Man, get that money. <laughs> Get get the, be the highest paid quarterback in the league. I want him to see. I want to see him get paid more than Carson Wentz got paid. I want to see him get paid more than Russell Wilson got paid. I want. I want to see him. I want to see him get more than Jerry Jones earns. I want him to get paid. Let's do that. Let's lock him up for ten years. Lock him up. Let's you in your it. bag. You in your bag. Let's do Look. it. <laughs> I see Let's do more. it. Let's do it. Do that. Please. You're, you're, please. Because you don't believe in Dak. Please. Please. <laughs> let Dak get paid 45 to $50 million a year. Please. I, I, let Jerry Jones pay him. I would love to see it. Dear God, if you hear me, Man. please. Lord, give him a sign. I want to see it. Man, I want to see that. That black man deserves that money. You can see, you know what he could do? For the black community, <laughs> if he got fifty million a year, you do you know what what could happen for little black boys and girls in Dallas if they got paid that money? They could have they could have courts <laughs> built. 
They can have computer labs and, and, and all <laughs> type of tech. They can all have a MacBook Pro to go to school. Stop it, man. Set the 16-inch. Stop it. You don't believe in this, man. <laughs> you don't believe I would in love this, to man. See that. Let's you get don't it, believe man. in this, man. I believe in him. I believe I in you. him. I, believe I know in you him. don't. I Ladies know you don't. Ladies and gentlemen, the troll is real on debate fuel. I have to give this you the knowledge. Said, all the little the black boys and black girls have laptops, <laughs> apples even. <laughs> you select me as your that number one quarterback, bro. your highest paid quarterback, and I guarantee you. I don't want another man to get paid more than Dak Prescott for the rest <laughs> of the league's history. I, I, I don't want. I don't want to see. In the future, I don't want to see another man get paid higher than Dak Prescott gets paid. That man deserves that money. That man deserves that. Let's, let, I want to see Zeke get, get jealous over how much Dak Prescott gets paid. I, I want Amari to get it. pissed off at how much Dak Prescott got paid. I know you don't believe in this, man. I, know I want you don't Roger Goodell this. to say, what? What just happened? <laughs> I, I want to see all that. Black men don't, don't deserve that much power. Let's, let's, let's how? Well, all right. You don't believe I want to see that. Man. I want to. I want to see owners ask that question. How did that black man get that much money? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, fellas. On that note. <laughs> on that note. Speaking of highest paid and that's a w and bro that's a w highest hype <laughs> and and best of all time and all this stuff that's a now we're gonna transition with a little more nfl talk but we're gonna do this in a, in a, in a what you call it forever topic here on debate fuel and so we have a nice facebook group page shout out to the ots sports group page shout out to the mtmv sports group page as well where lots of cool debate topics get thrown into these groups and guys keep posting because you never know when we might actually bring up a topic right here on debate fuel so the first topic we got we had a post that was shared by mr freddie canard and in this post it said agree to disagree on NFL's top 10 tight ends in 2020. So, and there was an honorable mention, so you do get entitled to an honorable mention. Now, fellas, as I read this list, as I'm done with this list, I want you guys to go at it and let me know who you're keeping, who you're removing, who you're replacing, who doesn't even deserve to be in this list, all that jazz. All right, so here we go. Number one. Travis Kelsey, number two, George Kittle, number three, Zach Ertz, number four, Mark Andrews, number five, Jared Cook, number six, Hunter Henry, number seven, Tyler Higby, number eight, Austin Hooper, number nine, Jason Witten, and number 10, Kyle Rudolph. With Honorable mention going to Rob Gronkowski. Fellas, based off of this top 10 and this honorable mention, 
who you agreeing with and who are you taking out and replacing that is within this list man um i like his list i, I think i it's a pretty decent list. Um, there's just a there's major names kind of missing from the list, though. Um, I look at a guy like a Darren Waller. So, um, mm-hmm. Darren Waller playing for um, playing for the Raiders. He did. He was a great job. He was a great pickup in fantasy. If you were looking for somebody to kind of grab, um, he was almost the go-to in that in that offense. And Derek Carr really really vibe with him. Um, and say I think last year he ended up with. Um, 117 targets he caught 90 percent of those um he scored i'm sorry he caught 76 percent of those um at 90 catches um scored three touchdowns totaling 1145 receiving yards um you look at a guy like him and 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 waller was great right waller was good um i don't like the fact that um that rob gronkowski isn't in like, is it ahead of that, right? Like, Rob Gronkowski, um, is it in somewhere in that list? Because there's room for Rob Gronkowski. We look at it, like, you look at most tight ends and they're playing really deep into their careers, right? Mm-hmm. So tight ends, like, you look at a guy like Ben Watson, who's, I think, 39 at this point, right? 38 or 39. And so you look at a Ben Watson, and he, still, he was still, like, the starting tight end for the Patriots last season as they made their playoff run. Not mm-hmm. super productive, right? But Rob is very like Rob when he left the game, he left the game looking like a shell of himself, right? But the he's whole had time season. to recover, and yeah, the whole season he's had time to recover, lose weight, and so <laughs> I'm thinking that if he's coming back, he should be a good go. Another guy I think who may be a sleeper pickup for some people is OJ Howard, who's now playing with the Rob Gronkowski and um, a Tom Brady. So a guy like O.J. Howard could be a, a guy who, who starts to emerge, right? Do I have a problem with his list? Not for the most part. Um, people can debate who's one and two. So some people may feel like a guy like Josh Kittle belongs to be number one uh, or should be at that number one spot because he's a little bit more explosive than the Travis Kelsey at this point in his career, mm-hmm. right? Um, also, the but at the same time, the offense kind of revolves around a Travis Kelsey because the Chiefs don't necessarily have a second uh, receiver, right? It's it's Tyree Hill and Travis Kelsey. Like, mm-hmm. that's the situation, right? Um, but at the same time, Kittle is is almost, you know, the leading guy for the San Francisco 49ers, especially now with a guy like Debo Samuel, Samuels out for a while, right? And so mm-hmm. you're looking at him being out. Now Kittle is the guy, and the guy hands down. And so I think Kittle's number one for me. Travis Kelsey is number two. Zach Ertz, I don't mind at number three. Ertz is always a good um, good player. Actually, um, a lot of Eagles fans have been kind of floating his name around in trades over the course yeah. of, of the offseason, right? I don't um, understand that. And I don't see him going anywhere because he is that safety blanket um, for Wentz, man. And so mm-hmm. I don't see Ertz going anywhere. Um, and, I mean, they, they actually have a lot of good players. Mark Andrews, him being number four, I understand that. I like that. Um, because Mark Andrews was the go-to for um, Lamar Jackson, um, very similar to the way Mike Vick used to go to his tight ends. Now Lamar Jackson goes to his tight ends because those are sure hands that I can count on. And so um, I like that. Jared Cook um, could be a little high on this list. He didn't start to make impact until towards the end of last season, but I do feel like he'll he'll come back and do 
something. I think the only reason he's above a guy like a Hunter Henry is because Hunter Henry is now in a situation where, um, you know, he doesn't know who's going to be his starting quarterback, right? And and um, depending on who his starting quarterback is will truly affect his value. If it's Tyrod Taylor, then I think he moves further down on this list. I'm yep. not sure that he's going to be the type of impact player he was when he had a guy like a Phillip Rivers. And so that, to me, is there. Jason Witten being on this list is laughable. Um, what, that's Dak's guy? Yeah. I, know, I, know he's not, I know he's not in Dallas anymore. That's what I'm saying. And so Last he's going year. to a team where the better the better tight end's already there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, there's already a better tight end, a younger tight end, a faster tight end, a thousand-yard um, tight end. Why is Jason Witten on this list? When that guy exists, straight up, right? I ain't mean to rhyme, but you know I'm a rapper. So, <laughs> like, it it don't it don't make sense for mm-hmm. Jason wouldn't even be on his list. That's nostalgic. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what year are you living in? This can't Five be years on the list, right? And so, so I say, remove him, remove him from the list, <laughs> take him off the list, and then take him out of your mind, right? And yeah. then just. Don't even pick him up in fantasy. Like, pick him up if Darren Waller goes down. But outside of that, come on, man, not Jason Witten. Um, Austin Hooper, I kind of get. But, I mean, have you guys seen um, um David and I think it's Nukwe or Jukwe, right? The, the tight end for the Browns. Have y'all seen him this offseason? Oh, and Joku. Uh, and Joku. I'm, I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. And Joku, yeah. Have you seen him this offseason? No. You haven't seen him? No. Yoked up. Yoked up. Really? Ready to yes, yes, and ready to play, ready do to you, play. Like y'all, look. Do you I'm believe saying, in in um, the off season? No, no, no. Well, I don't really. Do I believe Baker Mayfield? Yeah, Baker Mayfield. I don't love Baker. I believed in Baker at the beginning <clears throat> of last season because it, he looked like a younger Drew Brees. That's what he looked like in the first game of the preseason last year, right? They all after do. that. After you right, and after that, it just went downhill from there. But the reason yeah. it went downhill from there is because he had no protection on the offensive line. They have made right. investments in the offensive line, and now with the investment that they've made in his offensive line, you can play Madden, and you can play Madden, and you got stars all around. Have no offensive line, and watch what happens to you, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and in real life, it's the same way. You have no offensive line. You don't matter what weapons you have. You can have Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, everybody, Nick Chubb, don't matter. You don't have in Joku. You can have that, but have no offensive line, and you have nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's basically it's basically like that. And now I feel like he now has a better offensive line. They made some investments there, and with that being the case, now you look at an Injoku, and Injoku can actually do something. You feel me? And so yeah. I feel like he will make a, a a place on this list. Um, Kyle Rudolph. I like Kyle Rudolph being added to the list because I do see his value but I don't see him above a guy like a Rob Gronkowski. If Gronk is back, he deserves a spot on this list. Not if, not as an honorable mention. Not at all. I like, I, I, I would easily swap, uh, swap him for Witten. That's not even a question. Um, but I think Hunter uh, Henry, I would have put him at five. Mm. I would have put him at five. I, I, I can't I'm, though. Well, see, and I, I, I get why you say that. I think it's very possible they go after Kaepernick or Cam Newton. So if they get one of those two guys, I think he could be five. Okay. I think he could be five and possibly even four. Excuse Not me. Not four. I can't give him four above Mark. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying possible. 
I, I'm not saying he will, but I'm I'm just saying it's very possible. It's it's also possible that uh, Zach Ertz slides down to four or five. Why would bump them up? Because of the weapons that that Wentz has now. Not saying that that Ertz would not be that type of talent, but the more he has that he that, uh, uh, to throw to the less that Ertz might get the, the ball um, during the game. Not to say that he won't, he won't get big yards, but you have more targets. You know, it's, it's just – I think it's very possible he could slide down in terms do of, you, of stats. Do you think that having all those weapons on the outside now opens up the middle of the field a little bit more for a guy I like think it Ertz? does. I think it does. But I, 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 I think that – I'm just taking into consideration because he also has Miles Sanders behind him. Dude can catch. I mean, honestly, he 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 reminds me of Christian McCaffrey a lot in terms of how he plays. Um, not saying that he is Christian McCaffrey, but I'm because I see your face. I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying though, in 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 terms of his uh, ability, he reminds me of Christian McCaffrey in that way. So I think that is very possible that. Um, target wise, I think I think Zach Ertz targets go down just a little bit more than two years ago. I get it. Um, that so that's going to make people not consider him a top five or top three, I should say, top three tight end. He'll be a top five, but um, so I say I think I think I'll I'll put Ertz a little bit down um, on the list. Um, Outside of that, I, I I'm not mad at this. To be honest, uh, I just I really don't understand why Witten's on this list. He this is not five six years ago. I I really don't know why he's on this list. Gronk should easily because just like you said, OJ Howard being there, that's going to open up Gronk so much. It's going to be like when when um he and uh Aaron Hernandez was there. And and um, not not in Tampa, but when they were playing together in, in New New, uh, New England, um, and Gronk wasn't even at his prime yet. You know what I'm saying? So I I think it's going that's going to be a crazy. I could see where where Gronk goes up to six, five or six. I could see I'm that. Gonna g- I'm gonna give you a name that's on um, that's on another list. Um, Eric Ebron. Who's going oh, to the? I forgot about him. Who's going? Yeah, Eric Ebron. Who's going yeah. to the um to the uh, Steelers, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and if Ben Roethlisberger is healthy again, then you look. You know the way he loves to use his tight ends. That's right. True. And Eric Ebron is a matchup nightmare. He's a fast. He and look, he showed last year. Well, he actually showed the year before that that he has hands again, right? And so now he can catch. Right, like you're looking at a guy with with great speed, who's in a good offense, who would actually be a go-to guy for a quarterback who loves to throw to the tight end. So mm-hmm. I see a guy like Eric Ebron uh, making his way on this list. Um, people are in love with Tyler Higby. I'm sorry, Tyler, I'm not there yet. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm just not there yet, right? And it's because of of golf, isn't it? It is a little bit because of golf, right? Um, because I, I just, I, I don't fully see it. Like, I, I just don't Me see either. it. Um, Me either. and so I don't see the reliability there. And 
I don't know, man. I'm I just I just I'm not there yet with him. I would knock him down too. Not there yet. I would knock him down too. So I say in that particular spot, you leave room for a guy like Darren Waller on his list anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, you leave room for a guy like Derek Waller and a guy like Eric Ebron, and for them not to be on your list. Yeah, I think you're doing the list wrong if you don't have those guys on your list at all. Um, and then for the honorable mentions, I I don't I don't know. I like Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper may be a little high on this list because I feel like. I don't know. I, I feel like you look at a guy like Austin Hooper, um, he'll be competing, right? So he'll be competing. I, and so I don't know. I don't know if he's – he'll be competing for targets. And I don't know if he ends up being the number one receiver because I don't think he's the more talented receiver on that roster. Yeah. I just think he was used more in, in Atlanta. But yeah. I don't think he's the more talented tight end, right? And he, he went where again? He he's at the Browns. Oh yeah, that ain't gonna he's, work. He's, he's that ain't gonna work. I I, I don't I don't think he goes. You see there. what happened? You see what happened with Odell and and uh, Landry, stat wise. Yeah. So who who's this? Who brings in Austin Hooper and makes him the number? Like why? Is he, I, I don't see that either. I don't I don't see it being that way. I feel like if if they do start featuring the tight end a lot more, I think the feature goes to um Njoku. I don't think the feature feature goes to Hooper. Even though that. Hooper Hooper showed a lot of skill in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time he was dealing with a guy who was more established in in his offense in Matt Ryan mm-hmm. and you know, you know, Matt Ryan loves to use the tight end possibly a lot more than than Baker does. And yeah. so um I don't, I don't see Austin Hooper making that big of an impact. But like I said, I could be wrong. Because last year I was shocked by Darren Waller and the amount of um, progress he made and a lot of uh, and the amount of production he had. I actually think Austin Hooper leaving Atlanta hurts Atlanta even more. It does. It I think does. it hurts some more. They bring in um, I forgot who they brought in um, the guy from Baltimore. They brought in the tight end from Baltimore. Oh um. um I forgot his name. It's on the tip of my tongue, man. Uh, but we'll figure it out. But we look at um, they 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 bought him in, and we'll just see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Hayden Hurst. Yeah, yeah. Hayden Hurst was actually um, a pretty decent. Yeah, he was in. he was really good in Baltimore. Well, actually, he he wasn't super productive. That was situation. He he played, Not, second, well, he played second fiddle um, to Mark Andrews. Right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He played, he yeah. played second fiddle to Mark Andrews, um, and plus he wasn't as productive as, as you kind of thought he was going to be in that situation because he he was a burner. Like you thought he was kind of you know yeah. one of those guys um, who could actually um, be different. He felt like at some points to me he felt like he was going to be. Um, um, pardon this when I say it, but he felt like he was going to be somewhat of an Aaron Hernandez to Mark Andrews Gronk. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it felt yeah. like, and that's what I thought he was going to be, more of like, you know, um, those move tight ends. But uh, at the end of the day, it didn't really work out like that. And so I think him going to Atlanta to replace um, Austin Hooper, I honestly just don't I, – I don't. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong in thinking Austin Hooper is not like a super talented, like ridiculously talented tight end. Maybe I'm wrong when I say that, but um, – I think he's good. I don't. I don't. 
see him I do, as... I, I don't see him. I don't see him on the same level as I see some of these other tight ends. And maybe uh-huh. I'm wrong, and he'll have to prove me wrong. Yeah. You yeah, know no, I what? I would say I have to agree with you, Eric, um, because based off looking at this list uh, and who I – some names I'm about to mention – I feel very, very under the radar and very slept on in, in ways. Now, you did mention one of those names in Eric Ebron because I definitely felt like he was a guy that has been murdering. I've had him on fantasy teams, and he's ooh, always ooh. been productive, so I don't know how you don't have him at least in an honorable mention. There's another name Personally. that I, that I want to say, but I know you're going to mention it. I know I'm, you're going to mention it. You know, we're going to get there. We're I know you're going to mention so, it. All right. For the most part, I agree with both of you gentlemen. Most of these names I agree with. Not so much Austin Hooper. Not definitely not Jason Witten. And honestly, even with, with Higby, I, those are probably three names I would subtract from, from this list. Uh, I think Kyle Rudolph was a little too low, for my opinion, just because I feel like people forget that he's pretty highly utilized and especially with the whole Stefan Diggs situation, he's gonna get utilized a oh, whole that's right. lot more. That's right. So he's definitely gonna be one of the top productive Wait, tight ends for sure. And um oh yeah 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 he will so he will. so for me who came to mind first off was a veteran tight end by the name of Greg Olson because this man is in Seattle now. Yeah. Russell Wilson is definitely going to be targeting Mr. Olsen because think about the way Cam Newton loved looking for Greg Olsen and throwing it to him. Christian McCaffrey kind of hurt that production just a little bit. That so, and then so did Olsen's foot. Yeah, Olsen's foot injury also kind of kind of hindered his production. He admitted he wasn't as productive as he wanted to be this year, but then when McCaffrey was kind of going off, he was kind of like a distant memory. So mm-hmm. now that he's had a chance to to heal up, especially with what's been going on, um, yeah, bro, I'm totally saying, look, we got to go with Greg Olson. Cannot forget about him. And I feel like him and Russ are going to be a dangerous combination, mm-hmm. and occlu- including some of Russell's other weapons that he has. But I really feel like he loves throwing the tight ends. And um, – it, it definitely, I feel like it's gonna definitely work out for Greg Olson there. How do you think um, he's gonna? How do you think him and Will Disley are gonna, um, are gonna, you know, kind of play off of each other, or, or will they hurt each other? Because Disley, Disley was a was a pretty, you know, was used a lot last year. Yeah, like I think he would. I think he would play off pretty well because Greg seems to get snuck on a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, especially with Seattle, you can never count out Seattle. A lot of people kind of count out their offense and they think it's like, oh, it's just Russell. And it's like, he gets a lot of patience back there because of his scrambling ability. And Greg's the type of person, he can catch it very, very deep. And at the end of the day, if he sees him open like that, especially, God forbid, he has a bad matchup, more than likely, I feel like him and Greg Olson are going to be, like, phenomenal together. Like, I just – I really feel it coming. You know what I mean? Okay. So, and, I'm again, I'm just taking experience off of a guy like Cam Newton and his arm and how he really, really relied – he trusted Greg Olson more than any other receiver he's ever had. So, I'm like, I could see Russell being in a similar light with that 
granted he has other weapons he does trust, you know, like Baldwin and all of them. But I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like that connection is going to be pretty sweet. Um, another guy I wanted to bring in real quick, cause I know we're, we're running low on time. Another guy I wanted to mention is a up and comer. And I feel like he's going to be a problem within, if not this year being a breakout within this year, and next year, my boy, John New Smith out of the Tennessee Titans. Bet. I say that because with Delaney and how Delaney was that guy, but then as he slowly kind of phased out, John who had a lot more chances to shine this year or last year, I should say. And I had him on fantasy and I kept my eyes on him and he had moments where he was really stuck, like just stud status. And so I can see where, you know, definitely in Tannehill's case, he looks like the type of quarterback again that likes throwing the tight ends as well for some reason. Uh, and, and of course we already know that big guy in the backfield. So we, I can tell that as the receiving core is still working its way up consistently, I could see him going to John new, uh, especially in red zone situations. Cause he seems to be really good in the red zone. And, uh, so I'm looking at John new very heavy and I feel like, again, he's younger than Delaney was. So he's definitely a come up receiver, but I won't count out Delaney either because he did go to the Raiders and, I do feel like Derek Carr might actually connect with him pretty well. Uh, Delaney has some injury issues, but he, uh, if he, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, healthy, he's another vet that I feel uh, could be a part of this list a little bit, maybe in an honorable mention kind of way. I don't necessarily know about top 10, but Delaney Walker definitely is another guy I feel like could uh, stand out. And uh, I agree with you fellas on the OJ Howard situation. However, I go reverse, though. I feel like Grob is the decoy for Howard to shine, not the other way around. I don't have a lot of faith in the Buccaneers this year. I really don't think it's going to be what everybody's thinking. Really? I don't. I do not. I feel like it's Mike Evans. I feel like they're going to be what the Browns were last year because they're getting that exact hype that the Browns got last year. The hype the Browns got last year – Oh, they got Odell. Oh, they got – oh, man, they – oh, wow. But they yeah, got Brady. Wow. They got yeah. Brady. That's not Baker. But Brady isn't Brady anymore, and we're going to find that out at this point. I don't think he's rejuvenated, he's man. I think he's rejuvenated. We're going to see. Y'all say mm-hmm. Brady's not Brady because everybody keeps forgetting Brady had no weapons last year. Yeah. None. Again, no yeah. we definitely will see. We will see. We, 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 it's a, that was I don't – I don't – necessarily think so if i'm wrong i'm wrong but i just don't i don't get that feeling like oh all of a sudden the buccaneers are just going to dominate the entire nfc so who do you think coming out who who do you think comes out the nfc south (sighs) who do i think comes out the nfc south watch your mouth mouth. (laughs) truth be told (laughs) right now I'm going to go with Rick Saints right now by default because they're the only ones. Remember what you said, Derek, about – remember what you said, Derek, remember what you said about your division? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember how you said by default your Eagles would win, you feel, because they're the only ones with the same system intact? Yep, yep, yep. That would be Rick Saints in the NFC South. Because yes, the Falcons do true. have that is the Falcons true. do still have Dan Quinn and they still have the same system. But as y'all just mentioned, you lost Austin Hooper, 
They've lost some other pieces. They've lost. They got, got Todd Gurley. They did get Todd Gurley, and we'll see we'll how see that how works he out holds up. Yeah, we'll see. That is a the Falcons are a possible contender to 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 you know go back and forth with the Saints, but I still give it to the Saints by an edge, uh, just because they 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 have been probably the most consistent. Uh, the Falcons have been going backwards a little bit. They've been upward and then backward since that Super Bowl year. They've been a little back and forth. So we'll see. But I have to give it to the Saints the coming Falcons. out of that division. And I'm telling you, it'll be a battle, and I'm pretty sure the Bucks may try because Brady has beaten Breeze in head-to-head battles a lot. So we'll see. But I feel like this will be that year where Breeze may actually uh, outdo Brady for once. And be like, nah, Playboy, this is my division. I don't know. Only we'll because see. he got back on track with a lot of his receivers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it like this. I think the Falcon season comes down to Ty Gurley. Are yeah. you are you healthy? Are you not healthy? Um, yeah. And if he is healthy, which which is what I'm hearing, right? Um, then they'll be scary because you yeah. have Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, and a healthy Ty Gurley. That's a scary, scary. offense to deal with. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I, I see that. I want to mention two tight ends that I think could really pop up on this list in 2020. And this is just, this is just help for those fantasy people out there. Um, mm-hmm. Noah Fant, Noah Fant oh, was, yeah. was a really good pickup later on in the year when Drew Locke became the quarterback. Drew Locke is the established quarterback right now. Um, they have um, Sutton, KJ Hamler, Hamler. They picked up with a slot guy. They picked him up in the, um, in the draft. And Jerry Judy, who they picked up in the draft as well, they totally revamped. Um, and also now they have Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay. They totally revamped their offense. And honestly, yeah, that's gonna be could, crazy. They could have one of the best Madden offenses ever, right? But but <laughs> that's, that's real yeah. talk. Yeah. Um, but the question is, will it really, really work out on the field? I think the Browns are, are receiving. I, mean, I think the Broncos are receiving the type of hype that the Browns got last year because of all the pieces they have. The real question is, will the offensive line support? Will the offensive line and the growth and development support um, all these new pieces they have? Um, so I'm thinking no offense. And please don't forget about Evan Ingram, who was injured most of last year. Right. Um, but Evan Ingram coming back to a situation where you have now a second year Daniel Jones, who, who did surprisingly well. Right. So you look at a Daniel Jones and a Saquon Barkley, who shouldn't be injured this year like he was last year, which hurt him a lot. Uh, I mean, which hurt his production. Um, and so you're looking at a guy like Evan Ingram and a Noah Fant. I think both of those guys could um, have pretty decent 2020s. I agree, man. We'll see. Yeah. And uh, I forgot to mention Mr. Jack Doyle. Uh, coming out of, you know, the Colts, I never count out. They're always known for using tight ends. And Jack Doyle definitely, even Special with Frank Ryan now, Jack Doyle is definitely another one you can't sleep on and forget about. So, fellas, that being said, it has been a great show uh, at this time. We'll go ahead and do real quick uh, for our wrap-up, our final fuel. It is time for our final fuel. So, fellas, go ahead and give your final fuel. Let people know where they can find you. And we're going to call this a show for today. Hey, look, man, I'm going to see my final few to Derek right now. I'm, I'm going to do it after him um, with that okay. great rant that he did earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he leaves today as the winner. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'll say this. I, 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 um, I actually want to see the, the Chargers pick up Colin Kaepernick. 
I don't think it's going to happen, but I want to see them pick him up because I think that the Chargers look, I think they can pick up right where they left off with Phillip Rivers if they get either Kaepernick or Cam Newton. Um, maybe more so with Cam Newton because, you know, he, he's, he's played a lot more recently, but I, I actually, I think that's, that's a good team for for Kaepernick to go to. Um, I know my last, my, my uh, last one was probably about Kaepernick as well, but I, I, I actually like the idea of him being there um, with what they can do in, in, in Los Angeles. I, the chargers to me are, are probably the better team in LA anyway um, by default. So I think, I think that would, um, that would give them the edge getting a quarterback that can actually throw outside of Jared Goff. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll just Mr. leave it. Rick Sincere, what you got Man. for your final fuel, brother? Man, um, to be honest, I, I want to know what the NFL players will do at the end of the day. I think um, the NFL players right now are, are a little bit um, more inclined to play outside of the NBA. So the NBA players are making their decision right now whether they're going to play or not, right, if they want to kind of um, lend their voice or how they want to lend their voice to the overall struggle. NFL players may – um, you know, may not even deal with this. And I think it's because they're, um, you know, Roger Goodell has come out and said something and they feel like they're in a better place. The question is, at the end of the day, where are we in the fight and the struggle as we near um, the um, beginning of the season, right? Um, these NFL guys have been working out. They, they're ready, right? They're ready for a season. Um, and I don't know exactly how it's going to happen. It's a truncated situation. Uh, for sure, because we haven't even gotten any OTAs or any mini camps. And so I don't know exactly, you know, what training camp looks like and when that stuff's happening. But I do know um, that, you know, this will be a deal. And hopefully, if, if Kaepernick gets signed prior to the beginning of the season, it'll be a big win for the NFL. And those players will play without even thinking about it. But I, the question is, as we inch closer, right? And you hear these rumblings. I love what Derek mentioned. You hear these rumblings about, you know, these coaches coming out and saying, hey, I wouldn't mind signing cap. I would think about it. Well, I mean, I bet they've been thinking like that for a while, right? Especially yeah. all these black head coaches. You mean to yeah. tell me none of the black head coaches thought about signing Kaepernick prior to this moment? They all mentioned that they have. What was preventing that? What was stopping that from happening, right? And now you have, you know, Roger Goodell coming out and saying he encourages teams to sign, you know, Colin Kaepernick and I wonder if he's not signed by the beginning of the season. I wonder if players are kind of left with that thought of, do we need to stop and stand with cap or stand for cap? Right. Mm -hmm. Do we need to do so? I wonder if they're faced with that moment of doubt um, right now they seem all on board with playing and there's no rumblings of them not playing, but I think it's right now because they're in a really good place and we're really far away from the beginning of the season. We're well, not really, but kind of far away from the beginning of the season. As yeah. we near closer, if Cap isn't um, signed or at least bought in for a workout, I wonder if they feel a little bit more pressure to stand and then kind of, you know, have their own little debate back and forth about whether they should play or not. Um, we'll, we'll see how that goes at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, and if you want to know where you can find me, at MTNV Sports, if you're looking for the whole brand, you want to follow the movement, want to get you a nice T-shirt, feel me? You can go to um, at MTNV Sports. You can see us on Twitter. Go to the website at www.mtmvpn.com. Um, you can check us out there. Um, and 
if you just want to follow me, you just want to know kind of what I'm up to, at Rick Sincere. You can follow me everywhere at Rick Sincere. That's R-I-C, no K. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can also find me, uh, Derek underscore OTS. Um, uh, mind you, I, I am a little... Uh, vulgar on there at times but you know it's it is what it is you know mm-hmm. i i, I get to the nitty-gritty you know um uh and you can also if you want to find uh follow the brand is o- at ocs guys all right all right well ladies and gentlemen this is officially an episode of debate fuel and consider your tank officially full that being said we are signing out go fight the power Ha, 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 ha.